Alright, this is Leonard Angelo. Uh, clockwise, compass rose, color wheel, a value scale, three questions about painting, lighter or darker, what hue, warmer or cooler, octaves, and a circle of fits. Oh my goodness, this is a long list. Clockwise, I think it's the most important part of this particular bit of uh, 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 processing wisdom for, uh, for making art. Someone recently said to me, I think, that people weren't, that young people weren't learning how to use the old clock. Oh, it's interesting, my neighbor who's always sweeping. She's always sweeping. She's out front sweeping. She lives in an apartment building. Yeah. I, look, I respect what she's doing, but she she don't she don't she ain't the the super. What's she sweeping for? Every day sweeping, three times a day she's sweeping. Anyway, today she's out there in her in her underwear. I I, I just need to mention this. It's an interesting. It, she's an old lady. She, I don't know if I should say something to her. She. She really is out there in her underwear. She got a long shirt on, but uh, it ain't long enough. That's all I can say about that. Okay. It, I all right. Recently, I it was brought to my attention that uh, that uh, perhaps that someone mentioned anyway that perhaps young people are not learning how to use the clock face, the old round and round sort of clock, right round like a record baby. And uh, I'm not sure that that's true. I don't know if it's so, but that's an interesting change. Because, I mean, even on your phone, you can turn it on to make it look like the old clock. And people are still wearing watches. I'm going to call BS on this particular factoid. This ain't true. Because these people still wearing watches. And, and if you're, uh, you're trying to, to, you know, men and their watches, if you notice this. If you look in a magazine, and I ain't looked in a while, because the last time I looked in a magazine, I was in the doctor's office, I think it was like six months ago. And there was an old GQ, which was probably six months old. And on the, in the GQ, the men were wearing their watches on the outside of their suit coat. Can you picture this? So the guy's got on a sport jacket. It looks all nice, very thin, very cut, perfectly tailored. You know, and it's somebody like, I don't know, some friggin', some friggin' young kid like, uh, I don't know, friggin', uh, who knows? Is a young guy, hipster haircut, probably a beard, who knows? He got on a perfectly tailored suit, skin tight, fitting him just right because his body's perfect because he's 21 years old. And he's got a giant, but one of those huge clunky watches. I don't know if you're a guy, you bought a watch before, but they are huge. I don't wear a watch, but I've seen them in the store. And they're gigantic. They are gigantic watches. The thing's got to weigh seven pounds. It's huge. What's my point? A lot of gold, a lot of metal, a lot of... Interesting dials and, and turny things that probably don't do nothing. Uh, and I ain't talking about the Apple Watch. That's a different guy. That's a different guy. This is an accessory. It ain't to tell time. It doesn't even have to be running. At all. It could be one of those watches 
that's only right twice a day. It's just for for fear. It's for flair. Because men don't have a lot of, of uh, accessory options, you know. If you're from my old neighborhood, there's a lot of gold and a lot of chests. <laughs> so, that's all. So maybe some pinky rings and you know, whatnot. But gold, unless you're, uh, you're Euro trash or in from my old neighborhood, yeah, you don't wear gold around your neck. That, that ain't something people do out here. All right. What was my point? Uh, oh, yeah, those watches. Oh, yeah, the guy in the GQ magazine, he's got the watch on the outside of his sport coat. On the outside. So you make sure you can see it. And it looks weird. It's, I don't know, in terms of male fashion, there are two weird things that have happened over the past, I don't know, five years that, that really I don't understand. And I'm not going to say beards is one of them because I, I'm not into the beards, but I, I guess I'm, I'm gotten used to it. At, at one point, it was like, you know, the, the curly Q mustache and whatnot. And I was I'm not sure about this. You look old timey. I mean, it's it's sort of, a, I don't know, it's something. It's different. But the beads I got used to. No, the, the two things that have freaked me out. One of them is this, the watch on the outside of your sleeve. What's that? And the other one is like uh, uh, high water pants with no socks on your shoes and then deck shoes. See, wearing a nice suit, right? But then you look down at the kid and his, his little tiny ankles are exposed. His little white ankles are exposed and he's wearing deck shoes. And all I can think is, God, those shoes have got to smell so bad. Why are you, you, is that comfortable? Do they have little tiny socks under there? I think they don't. Not in the magazines, they don't. Because even when you get those socks that are hidden in your shoes, you can see the ankle, the little piece sticking out of the ankle. It's like when your pants are too low, but you're still wearing underwear. That's what it is. You can see it. You can see the band. Uh, ain't no socks will cover that. So I'm thinking these guys are, are free balling in them deck shoes, and it's nasty. That's gross. That's like going to a bowling alley and sticking your feet right in the shoe. No, thank you. Ain't enough spray to fix that. Anyway, if you're wearing a watch as a fashion accessory, you don't get a digital watch. You ain't wearing a Casio with the with the calculator like when I was a kid. Now those were hep when I was a boy. That was a deal. Oh, I got a calculator watch. Even better, the transforming watch that you could send away for. <laughs> it was a transformer right on your wrist uh, oh one thing I need my watch to have is a pop up head and arms and legs ah, don't worry about it where does the strap go oh you gotta take the strap off in order to play with the, the, the watch oh that sounds like fun that sounds like fun what's my point oh so people must be learning how to use the, the clock face or you wouldn't have these fashion accessory watches out there. Those are still out in the world. You don't get a, a Casio digital display watch for fashion. So uh, if you want to be fashionable, maybe you don't know how to read it because you don't need to because it's on your phone and every other place. Uh, you can't go anywhere without a watch being forced, without the time being forced in your face. So, 
Why do we need watches at this point? That was not what I was talking about. I was talking about people not learning how to read the clock. But clockwise, being clockwise is very important. And I think I've, I've learned why recently. Because I've been uh, <clears throat> in a position where I, would, where I had to make a color wheel recently. A color wheel. And I never really paid too much attention to the color wheel. I know how it works because I've been painting a long time. And for those not in the know, I will explain. A color wheel is basically a, a mixing, a tool for helping you mix color. Uh, yeah, uh, ad additive color, not subtractive color, which is like the light wave spectrum. Uh, that's a different deal. Uh, that is a scientific thing, and it ain't at all practical if you ain't doing uh, digital video or whatever. Not practical. Uh, what's practical is teaching you how to mix paint. And because I've been recently having to uh, re-examine a color wheel from a different angle, and it, it has occurred to me that the color wheel, it's a discovery of mine, personally, I'm sure it was it was discovered long ago by very smart people, but this guy takes a while to discover things. So I recently discovered that the color wheel has 12 key points on it. Just like a clock face. I also recently discovered that the circle of fifths and the octave system in music 12 points and moves in a circular pattern. Now, this is interesting to me because I'm all about uh, overlapping knowledge. When I'm learning one thing, I'm usually learning another thing at the same time. I don't know why that works that way. Uh, perhaps I get bored uh, a lot, and perhaps when I'm learning one thing, it's not possible for me to focus all of my attention on that one thing. So I end up picking up a second thing to sort of be the distraction for when I get bored with the first thing. And I often find that those two things are related. Now, whether that happens organically or whether it's just a, I don't know, a coincidence, or maybe that's just how the mind operates, that we make connections. I actually don't think it matters at all. If you're someone who's interested in dissecting all that stuff, good for you. Have fun. But for me, I just find it interesting that you can learn two things simultaneously and find connections between them and then they become connected for you in your brain for your lifetime. That's very interesting. And that's a very, I think, rewarding part of being a human being and being a lifetime learner. Uh, that you will always find a way to sort of uh, weave, I, uh, this is me anyway, I weave a tapestry of knowledge that they, 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 uh, they go in and out of each other and, and they inform each other and they, they uh, uh, support each other and they, they bring each other up into higher realm of, of consciousness. Wait, 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 wait. Is that what I'm saying? Uh, so the color wheel and the musical concepts of octaves in the circle of fits, interesting to me that they both intersect because I'm learning music theory and I'm learning, relearning uh, uh, color theory. Uh, from a different perspective than when I learned it the first time. Uh, same with music, different perspective than when I learned it years and years and years ago. Uh, as an adult, I find that these sort of uh, interweave, interwoven uh, concepts are important, more important than they were as a child. Because as a child, I think I would accept things verbatim. 
And as an adult, I'm always like looking for whys and hows and huh and asking huh and then finding myself dragging like I can't follow this or that. And then I'm like, well, how well, how am I possibly going to grasp this? Uh, and I find it's helpful to find these uh, connections in between things in order to grasp. Because deeper understanding, unfortunately, is, is required to learn as an, as an adult for me than it was as a child. I don't think I had any depth at all in my learning as a child. Uh, yeah. All right. See, the clock face. Oh, and also the compass rose, interesting enough. I'm not, I don't use compass very often, but it's the same concept. There are uh, not 12, but I think six uh, points of interest on a compass as well. And they also run the same way. Uh, uh, top to bottom, uh, uh, right to left. Real interesting. All right, clockwise. I think what's important to remember for people who don't read a clock is that there are uh, four points of interest on a clock face. So the clock is divided. Uh, oh, it's interesting. I forgot to mention this one. Here's another intersecting one. I'm also learning the ex- relearning the uh, graphing system, the, the uh, Cartesian coordinate system. Uh, relearning that. Which involves the X and Y axis. And, and, and I don't know. This is something I had to re-familiarize myself with. I, I remember it from high school, but I, I, not very well. Uh, the Cartesian coordinate system has X, Y coordinates. X, X is a line that runs, uh, runs north and south. And Y is a line that runs uh, uh, west and east. And it also divides uh, a plane... And a plane is just a, uh, uh, an imaginary space. It, evi- it divides a plane into four, qu- four quart- quart- quarters, not quarters, uh, uh, quadrants, quadrants. One on a top right, one on a bottom right, one on the left top, and one on, a, on a, the bottom top. I should have gone clockwise to, to say that. The same with a clock. It's all coming together. All of human knowledge breaks down into twelves and fours, which is why the ruler is actually, the inches system is pretty smart. Say what you will about the British-English system that they gave us and then abandoned and left us all alone. They're like, we're doing metric now, but we left you with this history. And you, you guys can grasp onto that for the rest of your lives. In the 70s, they tried to teach the U.S. how to use the metric system. We weren't having it. We were not having it. And I actually loved the the, uh, the inches and feet system, the ruler system. What's that actually called? I don't know. I'm sure it's British. Thank you, British people, for delivering this antiquated thing. That The beauty of it is it breaks down into, into, fourths, into halves and thirds. And metric system don't do that. So uh, much you end up with fractions a lot more often, and, and I don't care for that, or, or decimals more. Often. Now, someone smart will will tell me how to how to do that, but I can't do that. Look, you want to divide something into halves and then thirds. There is no better way to do that than with inches. I'm sorry, the inches system is very smart. Uh, it, it, okay, it's old school and it ain't accurate. 
It ain't super accurate, but it's very smart. And if you're, t- if you're looking at human eyeballs and having to measure things with human eyeballs, it works great. It's not, okay, it ain't precision. It ain't science. But it, but it works great. To a point. What's my point? Oh, interesting thing about that. Also, 12. 12 points on a clock. 12 inches in a foot. What are we doing here? This is, the whole thing is brilliant. All right, I'm going to revisit this. It's too much. It's too much. I yam it too much. Uh, anyway, clockwise. Important thing to remember. Clock has quadrants. Four of them. Clockwise direction runs from the 12, which is at the top, all the way down, all the way back around to the 12 in a circle. And it goes right, right and down until it gets to the 6, which is at the bottom. And then it goes left and up back to the 12. Makes a full circle. Interesting, right? And it, it journeys into those four quadrants from the top right quadrant all the way back or all the way to the left top quadrant. Makes a circle. And I will try to describe that better. If you can picture that, you're well on the way to understanding what the hell I'm talking about. Okay. Revisiting that later or maybe. Uh, all right. Uh, is it Leonard Angelo? Yeah. Yeah. 